Hello, welcome everybody. Just going live right now on multiple platforms. If you're joining us right now, we're just um, just checking the signal, make sure everything's good here, and it looks like we are doing perfectly. So, hello, welcome everybody. This is Neil with Portal to Ascension, and thank you for being here for our weekly show, uh, the Portal to Ascension show. We've been going live now for about five weeks, and today it's a special show. It's uh, different from what we've been doing over the last four weeks. And if you have been paying attention or been a part of any of our events, you know that the last four weeks we were doing the Disclosure Agenda show. And what that means is we were dissecting a lot of information in regards to uh, UFO disclosure, what's currently happening, a lot of the mainstream information, dissecting it, and doing some reactions to videos. Like, it's pretty funny, actually. Some of the video reactions based on what's going on in the mainstream, the realizations they're having, and then commenting on it. So if you're interested in going into that into more depth, you can go ahead and check it out on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash portal to ascension, look at our archives there, or you can even go to our podcast, which is just on all the major platforms, Spotify, Pandora, uh, iTunes, and more portal to ascension radio, all of our shows are going out there as well. And I want to thank everybody who's been joining in and attending our daily live streams. We had the live stream today. We had a couple hundred people tune in live and all of our past ones yesterday as well with the Hertax. So thank you for tuning in. We do have another full month of every single day UFO, ET, interdimensional, extraterrestrial content going out anywhere from three to eight hour long um, presentations and conferences. So stay tuned. And the intention for this show as well as the intention for the disclosure agenda is to put out information in regards to um, increasing the positivity when it comes to this info. When it comes to UFOs and ETs, there's a lot of um, a lot of talk about it being a threat, right? So we want to kind of balance that out with some positive information to know that it's not, you don't have to look at it from that lens. And as people are waking up right now, when they are told that this whole thing, this whole thing that's occurring is based on a threat, that is the foundation that they create their belief systems around this whole entire concept. So it's important for us to share the information that we've been acquiring over the years so that we can, you know, increase the positivity and realize there's nothing to be afraid of, really. We need to move forward into this world together, be open to what is go what is out there, what's going on, who are these beings, what does this mean for our future? So check all that out on Portal to Ascension Radio. Now today, as I said, is um, a special, a special, a special show because I am now starting to bring on individuals that I really um, like or have a connection with so I can interview them and introduce them to our community here. And today I have one such individual that I actually had the pleasure of being on his show. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago now, a week yeah, or two ago. Sure. Yeah, yeah, with Jay Mata. And Jay, do you say your last name Mata or Meta? Yeah, Matt, that's good, man. How you said it. <laughs> that's good. So I'm here joined with Jay, and he is a co-host and the founder of Spiritual Spirituality, Spiritually Raw, and the website is spirituallyraw.live. And him, as alongside April, who also interviewed me, um, basically cultivated this platform and have brought not only other entrepreneurs in regards to spirituality and consciousness and given them a platform to get their words out and express themselves, but are also curating some amazing content. And we just started the conversation really a couple of weeks ago, and I'm gonna do a little bio here and read you know, the bio and what the mission is behind Spiritually Raw, because it's truly a beautiful place that has now kind of flourished. It seems that many different people are able to go in there and utilize the services so that they can take the content to the next level, as well as just 
Jay and April interviewing all types of people in relation to many, many different topics. So spiritually raw, no topic is taboo for spiritually raw. They expose and explore truths, myths, and theories surrounding the spirit world. Guests include spiritual authorities, financial experts, investigators, debunkers, and skeptics of the fantastical conspiracy theories, supernatural, unexplained, and flat out unimaginable. Together, we'll turn the universe key to global harmony and create a unified world. Over the past 10 years, April and Jay have interviewed over 1,500 people worldwide on the global movement to assist with the ascension of the planet. You'll find this style to be very entertaining and enlightening with a straightforward, no-nonsense approach to get to the data, debatable facts. They're not biased one way or the other, just inquisitive minds searching for answers like everyone else. April and Jay internationally recognize and know how to connect with an audience. And about Jay, Jay is a remarkably evolved soul, blessed with witty personality. His tenacious viewpoints and uncanny nature to verbalize brings forth a lot of laughs and insight. He was born into Eastern philosophies and raised in West, with Western ideologies, providing the perfect cocktail for blending his intu intuition with tenacious leadership skills. He is renowned charismatic media personality and highly sought out business executive. And um, there, I just wanna read this part here. April and Jay are former million dollar roundtable insurance and financial services professionals with over 50 years of combined sales and marketing experience. That knowledge provided the perfect launchpad to create Spiritually Raw and, and become a media success. Their expertise spans from sales and marketing to create multiple streams of residual income from doing what they love, which is broadcasting. And they're creators and authors of Spiritually Raw Secrets to Broadcasting Riches, Awakening the Power of Your Voice, Creating Prosperity and Abundance, and Living Your Divine Purpose, all from the comfort of your laptop. The more truth and love we speak, all of us prosper, and the faster we'll shift global consciousness. So I'm extremely excited to have you on here, brother. Thank you so much for all you're doing, and thank you for being That's part of you, this. Yeah, yeah, thank you, man. April's one hell of a writer, isn't she? She is, <laughs> yeah. It's, that, that sounds good. good to me. It's very intriguing, actually, because it's, it's honestly like what you guys are doing is not only, you know, putting out your own content, but you're also yeah. working with many other people. And I love yeah. what you said, because when we had the first conversation, there were so many synchronicities in regards to, you know, um, our missions and, you know, our past, but also you're using your business background in order to bring it into the spiritual realm and get this content out to more people. So why don't we start out, brother, with you just telling us kind of your journey and your story of how you even got to, you know, woke up to the spiritual awareness, let's say. So it's been a, uh, first of all, thank you for having me on your show, man. Much love to you for that. And again, the opportunity to meet your audience is, uh, you know, as you mentioned, we were in the financial services business and we had an insurance agency. We did loans, um, mortgage loans at that time. So we were very busy during that period. And then from what happened there was, uh, Neil, we had a, you know, and I say this too, because, you know, if you visualize like a financial services office, you know, you think about her, you know, perception of what it would look like. Ours looked more like an ashram. You know, it had uh, pictures, images of Christ, it had the Buddha, it has the Krishna, it has the, uh -huh. you know, the, the different deities around the world. I mean, you'd never know you walked into a financial services office. We were so intrigued very early on, uh, both of us, I've always been, April always has, but, when, you know, even getting together, we're so intrigued very early on around, you know, what really is out there? You know, it's a, it's a beautiful, magical world out there. You know, let's let's find out. I think there's more to selling insurance than, than meets the eye. You know what I mean? So let's, let's take a look what's out there. So uh, back in 2009, we decided to sell it. We're doing really well with it. So we got really blessed with that. And, um, you know, decided that, hey, you know what, the best way for us to start to learn things is to 
Like what you're doing is to start interviewing people that have gone through these experiences from all walks of life. So we started doing that. Um, that started to turn into an interview, into a, into a radio show, um, which turned very quickly into a business, you know, spiritually raw. So we kind of followed that breadcrumbs. But the biggest motivator of this whole thing has really been about us. There's a calling, man. You know, I don't, you know, there's a there's a feeling. There's something that tugs at you. There's that inner there's that inner spirit that maybe you have. I don't know what you want to call it, but it's 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 just got a massive desire to want to break through. You know, and so you know when you when you when you're pulled like that or you know something's trying to escape you like that, then you know you, you kind of go with it. It's a it's a good ride. So fast forward ten years later, here we are, man. We have a show where we're you know we're interviewing amazing people such as yourself. I mean, that was a blast interviewing you, brother. Um, but then we're also like, a, you know, really helping the other messengers out there, you know, not only from the operational, like here's how to step, but more, more so um, helping them with their courage and their confidence, you know, to, to know that, hey, you know what, I got a voice here, you know, I can just, I can awaken that voice and, you know, I can, I can do my thing, you know, and, and so that's really what we're about is really helping awaken that voice within. So that's what we're doing with other people. What we're doing with our show is just bringing in a diverse, I call it like our earthly Akashic records, Neil. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's just got a lot of different stuff there. You go to the different different categories and you pick what you like from the different experts that are sharing their knowledge and wisdom with us. Yeah, it's pretty epic. So let's go a little further back because I'm curious about your upbringing. You say that Eastern philosophies meeting Western ideologies. Can you elaborate on that a bit? What do you mean by that? So, you know, my heritage is from India. And so my, both of my parents are from India. We immigrated over to, or they immigrated over to England. So I was born there and then we immigrated from there over to America. So, you know, I had the the Eastern philosophies as far as being raised by Indian parents and being in that culture, but then also the privilege of being actually getting to live in the Western world. So you got to take a look at those sides of it. You know, what, what the Western world, uh, you know, dictates that, you know, life should look like what the Eastern world, you know, Hey, I have how you balance it out. So I was able to kind of take a lot of that, a lot of what I've learned a lot with my upbringing, apply it towards what was needed here in the States. So that's, that's been a cool experience for me. I love that, bro, because that's actually, I used to have that as my mantra, actually, that uh, I feel that I have the best of, let's say two worlds, but let's say three worlds, because India, England, US, right? So it's like uh, different continents, really. So you're merging all this together. And I, it's probably got a lot to do with how you are so diverse with your information anyway, and you are able to see multiple perspectives because I see on your you know, bio about Spiritually Raw is that you're a non-biased platform and you're just focusing on the basically the curiosity of it all, right? What does it mean? What is this information? And you're looking into it. Speak about what you created. Uh, maybe you can give us a timeline too, like how Spiritually Raw got created and when you started to have um, other individuals come and join you on this platform and how that's been for you so far. Yeah, so the show actually started about 10 years ago. We took some time, we recorded, we went hot and heavy with it. It was more mainly radio at that time, went hot and heavy with it. I got back and started doing consulting, but my consulting was in the media world. So I started getting connected with that and teaching others how to do their own show. And then, but then uh, May of last year, May of 2020, um, April wanted to get back in the show and said, let's do the show. I said, no, <laughs> like, anyway, we came back kicking and screaming, but we, but we ended up doing it. And long story short, we ended up doing it. And then we started to really realize that what was so different today, back when we did it 10 years ago, like back then was like, okay, we're talking about history and possibilities. This era, as we're talking about things, we're talking about stuff that you know, people are, there's some real documentation, there's some real science behind that's happening right now. Before it was all theory, 
this is a possibility. Now it's like a, here's a real time. So we shifted our reporting more so or our interviewing style towards this is happening right now. So bringing stuff on on like you mentioned about the disclosures about real time stuff happening. So that's been pretty fantastic. So that whole natural evolution of just interviewing people, Neil, has just been, you know, people would reach out and, hey, I love the show, you build a relationship with them. So we designed, we set up what are called super channels. And the super channels are literally a channel, like you would visualize a regular channel on YouTube or any of the other ones like that, except instead of having one show on there, they have 10 shows on there, 10 different, 10 different uh different shows and so what happens is when someone goes to the super channels they can be part they're part of a group so they all get to take the benefit of how many ever subscribers are there meaning if there's like 10,000 subscribers on the network and someone uploads a show 10,000 people are notified so the audience is kind of built in for them so it helps someone really get out of the gates fast it helps them get with a built-in audience most importantly Neil I'm finding out it really helps their confidence we're we're big 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 proponents of that if we can energetically get there together, all these things will be able to manifest together a lot easier versus just like yeah. one of us doing here and these, you know, you have too many moving parts. But if you if you move together as a collective, then the, I mean, look, that's Definitely. logic. You know, mm -hmm. you get me right on that. Hundred percent. Yeah. If you're like, so not only are you a content creator, but you're also, um, you know, assisting people in expressing themselves and finding their voices and getting their content out there. And that's what's important because there's a lot of us content creators out there, but there's many individuals that want to have something to say, right? And what I like to say in Portal to Ascension is that we work with we work with well-known people, people that you can consider famous, people that don't have um, any real following, because it's about creating this equality on the fact that we all have something to share and something to contribute to this. And I feel that is what you are cultivating there. I want to, you know, you when we were going back and forth in emails, you spoke about the philosophy. And I think you you mentioned a little bit right now about the philosophy of your show, but if you could be more concise about, you know, what is your overall intention of philosophy, what would it be? So there's a sprinkle of truth about with everything being said, or we believe it wouldn't be said. So our job is to be, our job is what I believe we've been gifted with is the ability to bring out the greatest messengers in the world, right? Let the people decide, you know, let the audience decide. Those who are, who are privileged that get to, you know, um, you know, we have the luxury of being able to have them watch our show. Again, it's a privilege for us to get to do this and share that with them. Let them decide. We have been very, very good about being complete, really neutral, man. You know, so whether we believe in something or not, that's irrelevant. It's our job is just to bring out the best. We, we ask the questions and then let the audience decide. So it's not so much a commentary show. It's really just bringing out the best of that messenger. And again, That's take beautiful. what you want and throw the rest away. So it's really about, listen, it, you never know, Neil, who's going to be your inspiration for that day. Even that's the beauty what keeps me sweet. Quite frankly, man, that's why I love doing it. Because you never know when you're doing a show, yeah. man, that inspiration you got in that very moment, that, that was such a game changer. And that can happen at any moment. So you, it's, it's always good to really always respect when someone comes through with their belief system and really give it a good, honest, fair shot at really what they're trying to say. Mm, yeah, well, what I've been saying on this show for the last four weeks that I'm thinking now after speaking to you might be actually a slogan for the show is that we're not saying we know the truth, we're exploring what the truth could be, you know, it's yeah. exploration of truth. And you can go even, even finer into that. Many people, everybody has their own truth, right? There's universal truth, there's facts that have come there. But in what I, I wish, and I've been saying this to some people lately, is that if all of humanity can move forward in the world, in a way where we believe what we believe, but we're always aware that 
when we evolve, we can be completely different and believe something else in the future. It would set the precedence for us to right. not be so strict and rigid about our belief systems and allow ourselves to expand and grow, you know? So I really respect the fact that you have that neutrality because right now the world seems to be very divided, right? And it's all right. about bringing everybody together. The only way we can do that is by embracing all sides of it and just exploring the truth together because ultimately we are all in this together. We're all moving forward in this together and only with each other's assistance and love can we actually create the world that we know is possible, right? And it's, and it's, and it's too naive for us to think that our way is the only way, mm -hmm. whatever we all believe. You know what I mean? Our way is the truth. We're, that's too that's too naive of a thing. We have got to take a look at them, be open to the possibilities that this is real truth. I mean, I met someone the other day that talks to the fairies and the and the gnomes and the you know. But again, that that realistically could be their truth. Yeah. You know, let let it be if that's what it is. And hey, whatever gets you through the other side and whatever keeps you connected with source is what I believe we're all interconnected. Mm -hmm. It gets us all connected to source. Whatever gets you there. Yeah. So my friend Joan, Joan of Angel, she's actually a part of your platform and she yeah. um, releases videos right with you. But she also told me we hung out in Palm Springs the other day that you um, you have a mastermind group that she's a part of. So yeah. can you tell us about that a bit? Because I'm assuming that this is a, a place where, you know, creatives can get together and figure out what steps need to be taken in order to, you know, get their content out there. But what is that exactly? So it's pretty cool. So we actually are putting together a course. It's called the Secrets to Broadcasting Riches. So we're putting that together for people. And so during that, we wanted to interview, you know, 10 or so uh, you know, different broadcasters out there about their specialty and what they've been doing. So Joan's been one of the people out there. Through that process, what we do is we we really dig down and find out, number one, why are you doing it? You know, what, what is your real purpose for doing it? And then what is it that, you know, you feel like holds you back? You know what I mean? Is there anything else? What is some of the stuff that you have to let go? And then what exactly is your superpower? What is through that process? We help determine what is, what is, what did you get blessed with? You know what I mean? And, you know, and, and, and the only, and when you know that it's the feeling, you know what I mean? So there's five, there's five, six people sitting in, a, in this class, if you would. And, you know, everybody's lights go on when you feel it, you know, they know, you know, when, when you start getting that moment. So that's the feeling. You're just really helping people get through that process, determining what it is, because then it doesn't, otherwise it, otherwise it becomes work for people. And this, what we do, other than having a plug in and make sure we go live and hit the right buttons and make sure we don't mess that up, <laughs> that, that, that shouldn't be work. You know what I mean? What we, our conversation should be like this. It just be very, you know, soul nurturing, uh, soul fulfilling, and really just be able to help make an impact out of there. So that's really the purpose of the masterclass is getting someone from, you know, and we, and I have on the class, Neil, people who are just about to start and people who just are very gifted. They just don't know how to be able to be like, how do I get it to the right people? How do I get the right people up? And I mean, you know what I mean? They just don't know how to drive it home for lack of a better term. So we put together a class based on demand because a lot of people were asking us and, you know, quite frankly, I just haven't had the time to, with the shows and everything to do one-on-ones with people, you know, and talk to them there. So we decided, Hey, look, let's help people out, put together a class. We'll, we'll turn it into a digital course, which is coming soon to a spiritually raw website near you. Yep. Nice. Beautiful. So I want to get into, you know, there's some questions here that I want yeah. to get some inspiration from, yeah. from what you've learned basically along the way. But since we're at kind of the halfway mark right now, I want you to plug your website and what you're doing and where people can find out more about you now. And then we can do that again at the end of the show. 
Thank you, Neil. I appreciate that. So spirituallyraw.live, as I mentioned, it's a membership platform. It's completely uncensored. So that's just, a lot of our content was getting censored here on Facebook, um, on Twitter, uh, YouTube constantly. So we had to move it over to a place that was censorship free. So they can check out all of our content for free for three days. It's on spirituallyraw.live. And everybody gets three free days on that one just to get a vibe for you know type of topics. They can scroll through the catalogs, see how they like even the categories we have. And for them to get an interview of our, and that's spirituallyraw.live, for them to um, get an, uh, a uh, vibe for our style, if you would, and just to see how we interview and the types of guests and that exchange that we have with our guests, they can go to YouTube and check us out there. There's a spiritually raw YouTube on there so they can check out parts of the video there. And then uh, if people do want to reach out and find out how to, you know, about their own show, Neil, they can email me at askspirituallyraw at gmail.com. Beautiful. And just before we go into some more questions here, I want to tell everybody one more time that this is a special edition show. I am joined with my guest, Jay, from Spiritually Raw. And if you're joining us right now, um, let me tell you a little bit of actually backstory of how we connected, right? Because that's, I think that's beautiful in itself. So um, our friend, mutual friend, Kathy, she had connected to Jay and told Jay that, um, you know, that he should reach out to me. So Jay reached out to me and said, you know, our friend, mutual friend said, um, you know, maybe we have some synergy between us. We try to make it work. We finally got on a call together, realizes all these synchronicities, right? For example, um, I'm Indian, born in England, living in the US, and he is too. That's not like a common thing, right? And then ultimately, there's more synchronicities in what we're doing and our intentions and everything. So what we've been doing is we've started a conversation now that is going to flourish and blossom into some co-creation and collaboration because as another mantra of portal through ascension is collaboration over competition and really figuring out how we can all join forces to to make some change because when we come together that's when we can make some exponential change so what you're a part of right now listening and tuning into is the second um conversation really in regards to us introducing each other to our platforms so that we can uh, we can start co-creating together so I, i'm excited to be introducing jay to you all and i'm I'm thinking that you're going to be seeing a lot more of him in the in you know in the months and the years to come. So I'm excited for all that. I mean, you know, my brother's name is Neil. Oh yeah, yeah. Does he spell it the same way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same exact way. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I think most Indian people spell it N E I L for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, how how was he named? What why was he named Neil by the way? I know A N I L. Oh N I. Okay, okay, cool. But, but cool. he's you know here in America. Yeah, we're all connected somehow, bro. I know, man. We really are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, this is this is our manifestation and creation right now, right? We're yeah, exactly. We're and I love witnessing it happen. You know, yeah, know? witnessing it when you're yeah. the when you're consciously and intentionally doing it, and then you're like, wow, yeah. look at this. This is the next step sure. in our in our evolution. Yeah. All right. So, okay, I want to ask you here. Um, yeah. you, you've worked with so many people. Um, you've interviewed many, many people. What are some of the things that stood out to you the most, and what have you personally learned along your way? So the things that have stood out to be me the most is the proverbial, which is true, I believe, is the fact that we have a lot more similarities than we think. And, you know, we really do try to over, we try to overcomplicate things a lot by our, our knowledge and our education. And, you know, we're, if you break it down and really try to tie it together, you'll realize that, man, we are, we are totally, totally, oh gosh, we're really the same. You know, we're really the same. We want the same thing. We want the best for ourselves, our families, our loved ones. We want to get, we want to get closer to our God, goddess, whatever you believe in. But we want to get, you know, we want that connection. That's all. That's what we're all looking for. You know, at the end of the day, how we get there is how we get there. But that's really what we're all looking for. That's why it's good to really be open to what people have to say. Because I really believe we all fit in. We all truly fit into each other's plans. 
We really do. We can help each other out. And if we look yes. at it that way and realize that, hey, there's something you got, I, I need and vice versa. And we can look at it that way. It becomes such more of a harmonious journey. What I've, uh, what I think I've gotten out of a lot of this is that the true meaning of what a collective consciousness is, the, the true experience of what a collective consciousness is, not so much just the phrase of it, but actually seeing it experienced in, in firsthand. So when you're with that energetic vibe together with a group of people and you see like how you and I are doing right now, you know what I mean? You actually can see and you can feel the energy of that just cultivating and it's there. It's like, oh, and then creation starts happening with that. That collective consciousness is a real thing. I mean, that's, there's something really real for that. Um, really, I love that. I love that, Neil. That's pretty exciting for me. So that's why I say I've really, really grabbed a lot. The interviews obviously teach me a lot. That uh, How to apply that, that's that's it. I realize we're all really, we're sisters and brothers here. Yeah. Yeah, I love that, especially the whole thing. Like, I can't say that enough. We have way more similarities than we have differences when it comes to just our situation as humans, right? You know, mm -hmm. ultimately, we all think differently, right? Completely unique people in that aspect. But we do have more similarities than, you know, sometimes what our political agencies and organizations try to say that we're so different and we get split up ideologically. But ultimately, we're on this planet and we do want the same things. And even like, you know, everybody wants to be loved and, and to love. But even those that maybe have um, anger, you know, and are coming off aggressively, it's usually because of a lack of love, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and most people, even the like in military industrial complex, some nefarious people in our government, for example, literally think they're doing the right thing. That yeah. it's like something that they need to do. Like, so just that whole aspect that even the ones that is actually might be doing bad in the world think they're doing good shows that deep down, you know, if you get rid of all the crap and all the stuff that we um, consume from our whole entire life and our um, upbringing, we all want love and to be loved. That's why I'm hopeful for humanity. So as soon as we start working through these traumas, right, collectively and start releasing um, and then not reacting to each other, but actually giving each other time of day and listening, the bottom line, that which is that we all want love and to love, I feel will flourish and come out even more. I do too. You know, we're going to need to, we're going to, we're going to need to learn how to connect more towards the feminine energy aspect mm -hmm. of things. And that, you know, that's side of energetically, if you would, and that'll help knock out a lot of the anger and that stuff, you know, cause obviously, yes. you know, the feminine energy is more nurturing, right? So it's a, I think it'll bring us together tighter if we can start to embrace that more and more. It's here. Yeah. It's here. The energies are here. I don't think anybody can dispute it. What you want to call it is up to you, but the energy is here. Yeah. Yeah. And that can go into like whole mommy daddy issue stuff and not feeling nurtured as a child and then trying to figure out ways to nurture yourself. And those that have that support as a child have you maybe different set of traumas as to those that have that disconnection. So at this point in, in time, we can almost like make a template of how to navigate our consciousness in order to make it that we minimize the traumas. You know, yeah. it, it just yeah. needs to really be uh, the old paradigm is shifting out. And I feel the new paradigm is going to be really like focusing on that. Right on, brother. I totally agree with you. All right. So let's go into some more of the information that you've actually like acquired along the way. What in the last year, you know, we've all been going through a lot here. You have you been focusing on this even more so, especially because a lot of people we couldn't like get out of the house and everything. Um, have you cultivated and grown your business more? And what are some of the key messages that you received over the last year? So uh, during this whole crisis, if you would, that happened over this last year, um, our business definitely grew a lot you know what i mean and that and that had to do with a lot of reasons because we were we were literally bringing out um you know we were bringing out these messages that were relevant and needed to happen during this time and so the thing that we learned a lot over time it really it 
it pushed us, if you would, for lack of a better term, you know, to another level of having to go there. We had to go deeper within to really, you know, you know, not just, you know, here, this is what's going on, anything that they could watch on the news. We had to go within deeper, like what is going to help people through this time? What is going to give them some value? What's going to give them some peace of mind to let them know that this too shall pass, right? And so we needed to really go deeper within that. So that's what we do. And we continue to do that. You know, we continue to keep going deeper. As far as the business side of things, it's been a, it's been, you know, like anything in life, you know, you take a look at what we faced with, you can either choose to sit there and lick your wounds and hide in the corner, or you can say, okay, look, let's got what we got, we'll work with here. Here's how we can take a look at this and really be a benefit to the humanity and really make a difference. You know what I mean? So again, out of this whole experience is, like I said, we were talking about the super channels before they were, they came out of that because you had a lot of people with not a lot of work, you know what I mean? And not a lot of things going on and all they wanted to do was to speak. So let's speak then. So, you know what I mean? Let's create those platforms for them. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause I did, I also started concentrating a lot on healing and tools that can cultivate inner peace during this time, because that's true as like when all this chaos is going on around us and you feel like you can't control the external reality, all you can do is control the way you react to it, right? So the part yeah. of that is doing, doing the inner work. And I really want to continue now uh, having that as a huge component, not just presentations, information, but really the tools and techniques, whether it's breathing exercises, whether it's chanting or holistic energy work, you know, all of that is important as we're moving forward because we have the tools available to us to empower ourselves, right? So it's yeah, not just do. about the information, it's also about the tools. You know, Neil, I adapted probably through that experience too from a personal note is mm -hmm. I really got really connected with myself and I got more into my meditation and mm -hmm. really, really the value of what that meditation means and getting, doing whatever I needed to do. So my whole thing was really whatever I got to do to feel connected to my source is what I do. So, you know, I meditate at night before I go to bed. Um, I meditate if I wake up in the middle of the night to go to sleep instead of watching TV and I meditate in the morning. And so, and they're, they're, they're this till I feel my consciousness shift. I don't set a time limit on it or anything like that. I just do it when I feel like I need to connect. But what happens is I'm noticing with that kind of repetition, I am getting connected more with my source. I do get my inspiration, if you would, as far as what to do with steps on how to do it a lot of times, which is pretty amazing. And uh, so that, that's been a big, that's been a big thing for me too. So there's just, um, so when you, when you are open to those possibilities of, Hey, look, we are evolving and there are ways for us to grow through this and, you know, look at everything. It's like, what is the blessing around us? What is the blessing in disguise? The silver lining, some call it, you yeah. know, whether I think if we can, if we can look like that versus being like, Oh man, what the hell, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Then, you know, it, it just, it just, like you said, it's just how we react to it. Exactly. Yeah. The same situation can be extremely empowering and you have the ability to transcend or it can be debilitating, you know, and I've been on both ends, you know, more recently than some may think, but like, you know, it's, it's, it's a crazy world to navigate and there's a lot happening and there's a lot of stimuli compared to maybe a hundred years ago. It's yeah. like, we're constantly bombarded with this. And that's part of, I feel, you know, this ascension that we're going through is having the ability to transcend so many experiences. And if you're not willing to look at it and confront yourself, it's going to come back to you at a rap more rapid pace than maybe hundreds of years ago, because this is the time for us to, to work on it. Right. So you did talk about, go ahead. Coming on I was going to say, I couldn't agree with you more. I, you know, that right now it's like things are happening more at a rapid place. So it's now time to work on yourself. So, and, yeah. and really it's, you really do need to do your part. <laughs> we, yes, we, we need to help everybody. You know what I mean? We all got to get into it together, you know? 
definitely. Okay, so I want to talk now about manifestation because yeah. you you teach about manifestation. Is there any like tools and techniques that you can kind of maybe touch on here? And what does that exactly mean? Was it like physically manifesting something or is it just a blanket statement for all forms of manifestation, whether it's ideas, you know, or actually physically creating something in your own life? It could be it could be all that really it's and it all gets down to this there's the simplicity of it okay so the first thing is to manifest is to make sure that you're in a constant high vibe state okay so that's been taught to us for a very long time that our vibrations will dictate our you know the possibilities what we get so the first thing is to make sure you're in a high vibe high vibe state what i do as i was referencing earlier is i, I keep myself meditated so i'm connected with my course my source the other thing I'm doing constantly, which I really believe will help a lot of people, whether they want to, let's say, for example, be show host like you and I or in the media like this, is to get out and start to release a lot of these stuff, the, a lot of the, um, you know, the, the, the negative stuff that comes out that's close to the thoughts. And the only way to do that is to awaken that voice within and to start getting rid of it. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. It's almost like you're giving yourself a little bit of an exorcism. So if you were to get the people with, if you were to, and I'm not saying like a group therapy session as much, but I'm saying, but if you were to get the, we tell people all the time, look, start speaking your truth. If you've got, if you think it, say it, if you don't want to do a show, get in groups of three or four or five people and start having conversations like that and watch what'll happen within 30 days. I venture to say that people won't recognize themselves. They will start to have breakthroughs. You know, they won't be talking about, they won't, their mind won't let them talk about, um, you know, just the negative things that are happening in life. It'll keep them at a high vibe rate. Now, what happens then is once they're at what I have seen from a physical manifestation and also being able to what I'm a big believer in this, Neil, is that the future is an extension of our present. So literally writing our own story along the way. This is the exact steps that I use. This is the exact steps we were talking about the mastermind class that we talked about in that. And I'm seeing people from the class within just a few weeks, they're calling up. They're like, oh my God, I got this. Oh my God, I got this. Oh my God, this happened. I couldn't believe it because of those steps. And that's really what it is. It's, it's, we tend to overcomplicate things. Like it has to be this whole, like, you know, I got to go through all this. No, you don't. You got to connect with yourself and you got to stay in high vibes, vibe states all the time. And, you know, when I feel like I'm not at a high vibe state, boom, I'll, you know, I'll, you know, me and April will do something. We'll go meditate together. You know, I'll get connected. I'll talk to I might, you know, some of my peers are like, hey, you want to do an interview and share some cool stuff? We'll go live on some stuff just to get connected and start to get that. Boom, we're right back in that. We're right back in that high vibe state. Just like that, man. It's amazing. It's like a trigger, brother. Yeah. The, being being able to talk to you like this, this is a gift, man. This is really it. it it's it's a form of therapy. Let's call it what it is. But it works. <laughs> you know what I mean? It works. You yeah, know, yeah. I don't care who you are, it does work. And you know, like I said, it just keeps you. There's not one negative thing that's been said out of this conversation. We're all talking yeah. about how we can do this because our minds are not even thinking that way. You know yeah, I mean? it's funny because I told my wife a few weeks ago that this show is like my therapy because yeah. not only that, yeah, but interviewing other people and having conversations that are on that level will just be that reminder that you need in that moment that you might be feeling down to bring you back to that. So that's that's definitely one tool. What are some other tools and techniques that you use to keep yourself centered and to like, I guess, you know, it, it, the yardstick to measure, you know, how centered you can get is how off you, how long it takes you to get back to that place. You know what I mean? So like, what are some tools and techniques to get you back to the center place, you know, in, so, so you don't have to dwell into this energy of this negative feeling for so long. 
So I get back there a lot quicker, sometimes within seconds. So I don't even, so I think about it on my phone within a second. I, I, I just get right back. Um, so again, it really gets to the proverbial getting connected. I've changed my diet. Um, you know, I was a big, big meat eater before. I'm not saying I still don't eat meat. I'm just not as big as I was before. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. And, and I just, so, you know, so I've cut back a lot of that more, more, more vegetable kind of bacon, vegetarian, if you would. But again, it's whatever I got to do to keep a, keep an open channel. And you know, what happens is for me, I am absolutely, I'm noticing, which is what's really, I'm super excited about. I am noticing that when I get those feelings of, you know, feeling down or negative, whatever like that, I'm able to deflect those very, very quickly. I don't dwell on them. You know what I mean? And I noticed, I thought to myself the other day, I was like, Hey, you know what? I'm not dwelling on that. That's pretty cool. You know, that's really cool. I'm not even thinking about that anymore. I just, boom, I acknowledge it. Whatever happened in the day that, you know, I wish wouldn't happen, but I acknowledge it because it's done. It's just, okay, my reaction towards it is this, boom, go back out and create. And, and, and I get in, I get into that critical thinking mode like that. I just, you know, I advise people is like, when something happens, just understand that it's already happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, you're not going to be able to change what happened, but what you can absolutely do is to change how you react to it. And I yes. think you alluded to that also. Mm -hmm. And so when you react to it in a different way, then you know what? Endless possibilities open up. I mean, the proverbial other door opens up for you. You know, that's all yeah. those things happen for you. It's just your attitude. It's your, again, it's all, it's all about staying in that high. You know, if you take a look at the theme here, Neil, it's about how staying whatever you got to do to stay at the high vibe state. It takes work though. And it takes practice and it's constant. And it's not like, oh, I'm got there. I'm a high verb person. Good luck to rest of you. No, you got <laughs> You got to keep going, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're in this world of frequencies. And frequencies yeah. are harmonic and disharmonic. And you can be shifted all the time. And, you know, even the people that surround you can shift you. And, uh, and you know, you can fall off being maybe centered. And then now you're not. So, yes, having a practice in order to keep yourself there in this world of conflicting polarities is important. And we do have a comment here. And I want you to kind of maybe talk about this a little bit. Uh, Ethan in the YouTube chat room is saying, it's okay to be in anger at life, but it's not okay to hold it in. Do you want to maybe comment on that a little? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we take a look at that. Uh, thank you, Ethan. Is that we take a look at, you know, anger as, you know, we take a look at love and light, right? So people say love and light as an emotion, if you would, or as a feeling. And I'm thinking to myself, well, you know, what about anger and frustration? That's an emotion that we was given to us. Can't we harness that in a way that can actually create some energy towards us? You know, kind of like, you know, yeah, we're going to all feel angry at times, but we release it. But sometimes when we're feeling angry at that motion in that moment, sometimes during that moment, while we're feeling angry, there's some magical stuff that can happen out of that. You know, you can create things out of that. You know what I mean? You can you can do things out of that. You know, it's all about balance. Right. Without a without a light, there's no dark. You know what I mean? There's, you know, without a, without a sweet, there's no sour kind of thing. So it's all about balance. I think that if we we have to absolutely let go of the anger and that gets down to the, the forgiveness of it. But the biggest thing I'll tell you, like, you know, so April and I were a couple. Right. And so not only do we are we a married couple, but we're also business partners and we work together all day long. So you're going to have those kind of, you know, things right there. Right. So that, that, that happen in life. So, yes. you know, one of our things is, boom, you know, if we think it, the anger part of it, if you're frustrated at each other, whatever, just as any human beings, boom, you know what, let's get it out real quick and get it over with. You know what I mean? And boom, but not, there's no, no, let's not even dwell on. So that's what things we got, we get on ourselves. So when you feel it, you know, just release it and then leave it alone. Give it to the universe, give it to the universe, let it or whatever you believe in and let that, let that destroy it for you. Yep. And thank you. I needed to hear that actually right now too, because, you know, definitely uh, riding the waves of life myself and um, 
getting back to that point and having conversations that need to happen when they need to happen rather than holding off on them and letting them lead into resentment is extremely important because that's just going to come out in another um, unholistic way. And when it comes out in that way, maybe you're never going to have an opportunity to speak about the real issues because you're just so upset and angry. And then it gets back to the whole how you react to it, right? I was always taught, if you think it, say it. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's, if it's burning in your mind, say it, get rid of it. Then just get rid of it. You know, find yeah. your best way to say it you know, without absolutely just making someone absolutely hate you, <laughs> but find the best way to say it, but say it yeah. and be done with it. You know what I mean? Cause once you're done with it, then that energy, bring in the other good stuff. You know, you got, you got too much to work on in this world in this lifetime for yourself. Yeah. You know? So you, you kind of, guess we really touched on this throughout the whole conversation here, but how do you stay centered in this time of all, all these energies? Right. And I'm assuming you said you're, you're, you eat well, right. You are conscious most of your surroundings. Most, <laughs> most times. Yep. Yeah. You express yourself when it comes up. Right. And you yep. also have a meditation practice. Is there a specific type of practice of meditation that you can recommend people that, um, you know, even though there's a lot of people in this community, many of them do not actually meditate or have that practice. Is there something that somebody maybe is starting out uh, can do that's easy for them to implement in their life to get them to that place? So I started meditating about 10 years ago and I stopped at shortly afterwards because to me, it felt like a lot of work, Neil, a lot of work. Okay. I, I didn't like the, I didn't like sitting in there every time I felt like I was sitting in some sort of position. I, I, my, I, the itching would happen. I'd feel like I lost my train of thought. You know what I mean? All this stuff. <laughs> so last year, you know what I said, let me try it again. But what I have found out is just been magic for me. I love it. My meditation is this, everybody. It's as simple as this before I go to bed, I just lay in my bed and that's it. And just breathe through. I'm just laying in my bed. And I figured out for me, what works is just be incredibly comfortable. And when I'm incredibly comfortable, I can stop the, I can stop the train going on and out of my head. You know what I mean? And and that's what you got to do. That's the whole purpose of it is to quiet the mind. So you can find out what, what you're trying to be shown here. So I would say to people, look at this point in time, unless someone shows me differently, I am a big fan of lying down meditation, sitting in your recliner meditation, whatever gets you to an ultra uh, ultra level of comfort so you can just be completely relaxed. You know, if you need to put a pair of headphones on and listen to some, you know, conscious rising music for yourself, they're all over the internet, do that. But just be comfortable, comfortable. I didn't get caught up into this nostril holding that or that nostril holding that and breathing there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not, it's not me, man. It's not, I'm not going to do it. So why try you know what I mean? And, and I'm, yeah, uh, you know. for sure. You're, you're very much, I feel like we're similar in many ways, as I said, but like, definitely you have a lot of energy, right? And something, so having your own way to do it rather than maybe having um, a way that has been outlined for you is probably the best way for you. And basically you're just disconnecting from all everything in that moment and just completely relaxing yourself so you can have some time for yourself, right? That's pretty much your meditation. Yeah, and I do. And then when I go into my meditation, I, you know, I acknowledge, I'm like, but you know, like a common statements, I do this when I'm connecting, you know, I feel like when I'm connecting with my higher source or guides or whatever you want to call it, they probably pretty much, if they're my guides and yes. they're my source, then they should know what I'm trying to do. Right. So yeah. I literally go in there and I'm like, okay, let's do this. Let's go. Let's oh, get nice. connected. You know what I mean? I'm like, let's go, let's do this. I mean, I'm having yeah, a conversation yeah. with them telepathically like like i'm having with you you know what i mean and the difference is telepathically so because i'm very intrigued and this is something i definitely want to learn and i'm really passionate about man and uh and i love this because i have three dogs so i feel like i can work with it with them but telepathic communication you know i I find that incredibly fascinating so that's something i um 
yeah, I'm pretty passionate about wanting to learn more about mm -hmm. myself too. But that's, that's yeah. it. Be, com be comfortable and be really direct about what it is. Let's do this. You know, there's not enough to get into, you have to get anything. And I feel my level of consciousness shift. I can yes. definitely feel the shift. So it's not just quiet and relaxation. I mean, I feel it. I feel the out-of-body experience happening. Mm -hmm. I feel the visions coming. And I feel the 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 voices. I mean, it, it it's a real it's a real experience. Right, right. So this is this is a good opportunity to say that there is no right way to meditate. There's only your way to meditate. And meditation is actually a brainwave state frequency. So yeah. whatever happens in your life that gets you to that state of brainwaves is meditation, whether it's washing dishes, driving to the car, because basically in meditation, you're in a theta brainwave, brainwave state, right? So whatever it takes to get to theta, including frequency machines that can get you there, when you go to work, you've been to work for five months in a row and you know the, the, the path to get to work, you are automatically in a theta state. When you're in a theta state of mind is the best opportunity to go within and do all this work. So even sound frequencies, what could take you 30 minutes sitting down, right? Uh, and breathing and trying to get to that place. It seems like a lot of work for five right. minutes. You can put on a theta wave binaural beat, right? Exactly. And it, get, it gets you to that, that point. So there's many different ways. And I just want to second everything you're saying and just let people know that some people don't meditate because they think it's too hard. So they don't even focus on it. Not realizing that meditation, it is infinite ways to to meditate and it doesn't always mean just sitting upright when you know with a little pain in your back here trying to like work out the kinks and um and scratching yourself and all that stuff it could be many different things even breathing but what it is is disconnecting from all the chaos and all the craziness but just a little bit of time to give yourself the love and appreciation that you really need or open up the communications for higher channels like you're saying right yeah, yeah. And, you know, I really would recommend to people, man, like I said, is like when you wake up, because I know a lot of people talk about this. Oh, I wake up at three o'clock in the morning. It's the it's the it's the it's the witching hour. It's the blessing hour. It's the demon, whatever hour that may be for you. But you wake up at three or four in the morning instead of turning on the TV, try on meditating, because I really think there's something to the fact that the energies or the maybe the yeah. veil or the or something is a thinner there. So there's a it's a it's a time to communicate. So try on taking advantage of that. So when I wake up, I actually get excited about that. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, cool. Okay, well, I'm up now. Let me put the, you know, let me get, yeah. listen to the beats or whatever I got to do, get my there. But I get connected, man. Within about usually five, 10 minutes, I'm like, you know, you know, yeah. it's much more clear. And I'm, and I'm telepathically talking to whatever. I'm like, what do you think? Is this the right way? And I'll feel like I'll get responses back again, just like yeah. we're having a conversation. You got to, you just trust yourself with it. Right, right. And you can work on ourselves to get to the point where we always have that connection, right? So it's a conscious download all the time. You don't, sometimes you don't need to step away. You can just be in that flow state. And when you're in that flow state doing your work or even creating events or even doing a webinar, you can be in that meditative state, right? There's so many different ways to express that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, meditation is not about getting better at meditation. It's about getting better at life. That's what it's uh, about. Yes. It's not an escape. It's yeah. actually how to be more present. Mm -hmm. which goes into a whole other rabbit hole of like ancient India and how there are different types of meditations. And some meditations were about escapism, the Brahmin meditations, but the tantric meditations are all about being present. So even meditation, you can't say the origins because it probably never was originated, but in ancient India, even the people that meditated then all had different reasons for it. It wasn't like they were getting this, the same thing where they were all escaping their bodies and connected to the divine. Ultimately is to clear your mind so that you can be more present in this moment. Yeah, being present is very, very crucial because that's how we can extend the future to ourselves. Because again, I personally, again, my experience, Neil, all mm -hmm. I can share is my experience is 
is that the 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 uh, future is an extension of the present. So be in the present so you can write that story for yourself. You know, mm-hmm. once your past is done, that's good. It's got done. Learn from it and move on. You know, lick your wounds and pull up pull up your pink point pants and go on. You know. Yep. Exactly. All right. So let's let's move on here. I want. I'm curious about your opinion. Uh, we're gonna get into 3D, 5D, but maybe you can tie it into um, what is your opinion of the state of the world and can we come through this ahead? What is gonna, what is in store for us in the future? And what's your opinion? Uh, I know I'm really hopeful for what's to come and I know you're creating some amazing info, but what do you feel the world is gonna be looking like in the future? And how does that connect to 3D, 5D? Is, are those the right terms to use in regards to what's happening right now? So again, um, w- well, how, what I, my, my foreseeable event on the future from what I've learned in my, my experience, my own, you know, someone taught me my own intuitive barometer, let's call it, you know, using that language, um, is that I think we're going to relatively have the same kind of, you know, issues, if you would, you know, things that go on in life, there's going to be separations and things like that. The only difference is, is that I do believe that people are going to get closer together out of that. Those who want to get closer together and those who start to be able to uh, go through that process are going to start to live a quote unquote 5D experience, which is a level of consciousness is how I believe it as those who don't will live a 3D experience. Do I think we're going to a civil war? No, I don't think we're going to be I don't think we're going to be bombing each other anytime in the near future. I think there's going to be that, you know, this. But, you know, listen, we are generally as human beings, we're, we're traditionally, especially here in the Western world, I notice that's a very forgetful society. You know, so, you know, something else may come along, which will get us all to forget what really, you know, what happens there. So I think a lot of that will happen. There'll be other events that life will create other circumstances, other events. We're going to have to take a look at trying to do whatever we can do to go there. So as long as people are aware, they'll be able to get their consciousness level to a higher place. If they don't, you know, it's not going to be a punishment. It's just that they won't feel like they're, they won't feel like they're growing. They're just going to feel like they're kind of stuck. And it's just like, you know you know, whatever, it's going to be a mundane existence. But yeah. the energies are in the favor right now. You know what I mean? And I and I mean that in a sense of people, if they will do their part, Neil, you know, and not be the ones that, you know, because a lot, I, I mean, I believe me, I get tons of emails all day long. Do you know when this person's coming back? Do you know when this, because I know when this person comes back, my life's going to change. I know when this happens over here, my life's going to change. Yes. Everybody seems to be waiting for that or thing to happen, that event to happen. If then statements. Exactly. And then, you know, then they can, then their life will change. I don't think you should live like that. I think that you should live as like, if that stuff happens, that's awesome. But guess what? I'm creating it along the way anyway, just as a plan B. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because it's interesting because it's paradoxical. And I think we spoke about that in, in your show as well, is that the only way we can create a beautiful future for ourselves is by being present in this moment which is a paradox. You have to completely let go of thinking that you're going to create this in the future, but find the beauty just by existing right now. And that even ties into, you know, uh, for a long time, I was saying that I used to love myself for what I do, right? But what if I didn't do what I do? Would I no longer love myself anymore? A lot of people appreciate and love themselves based on the level of success, what they've created, their degrees. How can we love and appreciate ourselves? Maybe this is a question for you to comment on. How can we love and appreciate ourselves regardless of the activities we do, but just simply for being, you know, simply for just the fact that we're humans on this planet, you know what I'm saying? That like that true unconditional love for self. Yeah. We got to forgive ourselves. 
So we got to literally just be like, you know, look, we're, we got to realize that we're, we're human beings. We're our spirit in a human, in a human existence right now of sorts, but we still have to learn to forgive ourselves. And I'm not saying just make it a habit of doing consciously wrong things, but I'm saying, but when you do things unconsciously and you know, like, oh man, that's, wow, now that I think about it, that's it. Then you want to forgive yourself in that. When you didn't do something with intent, in my opinion, you know what I mean? And, and it wasn't, you know, you know, yeah, you learn, you need to learn that, hey, that's, that's, that was a life lesson for you. You know, if you consciously did something with intent, that's a, that's a totally different story. You know what I mean? But if you haven't done anything with intent and you never thought about it that way, you just, you know, there's, you have to learn to forgive yourself. You have to learn to move on. You have to learn that we're on a journey. You have to learn that this is an evolution. You have to learn to be able to fact that we're all connected in, in a, interconnected to some way here. And then we're all growing through this. It's like a classroom experience we're having right now. You know, so let's just enjoy the classroom. And that's what happened to you. I mean, we're, you know, like I'm talking to you. I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. I'm getting, I'm getting to meet Neil spirit here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not necessarily Neil the human. And then yeah. Neil the spirit, because it's like, I look at it from the perspective of, hey, what is your life like in earth? You know what I mean? Like, what's it, what do you got to go through, man? Right, right. And, then you, you know, I don't, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a refreshing way to look at it versus just, hey, well, you did this or you did that. No, what's your experience? Like, what happened to you? What, what, yeah. what, what, what works for you? Help me with what you understand. Yeah. Right. That's so beautiful. And um, you, this is, this show's becoming like an affirmation album for me. <laughs> You're like saying all, all the things that I really, like, uh, I needed to hear reflected back to me in this moment, just to move moving forward. Just the last few weeks for myself have been very trying and a, a challenge in itself. So I'm really grateful for this conversation, brother. Thank you. Oh, 100%. Well, look, man, like I said, me getting to share this therapy, therapy in itself. So yeah. I advise everybody do this. Everybody mm -hmm. do it. Do it daily yeah. if you can. Seriously, huh? All right. So we have some comments here and um, let's comment on the comments. Yeah. So who, who am I in YouTube is saying, uh, as an experiencer of life, I had several times that anger, anxiety, or negative emotions manifest some incredible things. However, learning this way is inefficient and painful. I do not recommend it, but it might, may be one's chosen path that they may be utilizing, I guess, negativity to manifest, but it's inefficient and painful. Do you have any comments on that or maybe how to shift from, you know, being utilizing anger to manifest to maybe love to manifest? Yeah, well, absolutely don't recommend and I want to misconstrue anything by saying that we absolutely think that anger is a great way tool for you to tap into what I'm saying there what I was trying to get at is to say that it's a real thing that does happen. So when it does happen, learn how to use it in your favor. You really do want to work on love to manifest. Yes. I mean, because love is the manifestation. But when you do have anger at those times, when you do have anger, then figure out how to use that to manifest. Don't use that and say, "Okay, I'm getting in an angry state because I want this." <laughs> you know, you know, I don't, I don't want to. That that doesn't need to happen. But we're gonna, we're we're gonna, we're we're full of emotion. We're an emotional, we're an emotional punching bag at sorts. You know what I mean? There's all sorts of stuff that's going in and out of our heads. So these things are going to be happen. Shouldn't stop us from being able to create. So yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I would say definitely learn those triggers, whatever you got to do to shift your thought process from there. Just learn those triggers. Know when, know when you're, know when you're, uh, know when you're angry and just know that, Hey, I'm getting this, like no when to, no when to walk away. You know, I'll tell you when I get frustrated, man, I'll tell you right this out instead of like, like getting to the point, I'll be like, Hmm, let me kind of walk away from myself for a minute. Get out of that space, yeah. get out of that energy you're in. You know, if something or someone causes you energy, walk away for a minute and get away from it. That's what that's the best thing to do. And then let yourself simmer. Let 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 your common sense let let your spirit reason with you about what's happening. So when cooler heads prevail, 
I think there's something to that. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. So let's get into some more questions because we have about 15 more minutes here, but I do have some questions that I really would love you to just give us some um, direct answers yeah, on your experience with it. So I, I know you've had some out-of-body experiences. Could you tell us about what that is? Yeah, so for me, the out-of-body experiences were pretty profound. When I first had them, um, this is uh, the, the first time I had one, I just uh, I, I, I just thought it was a beautiful, beautiful dream. And I elevated and I felt myself going higher and higher and higher and higher and higher to the point, Neil, where I was, uh, it's like I'm looking at the screen right now as I'm sitting right here, but literally I found myself in a lotus position floating and speaking this dialect, which I don't even know what I was speaking. I can't even imagine, but it was so fluid, right? And it was just going, and it was just having this conversation. And the, vo the voice out of my mind, the voice, uh, excuse me, the voice out of my mouth was a female voice mm -hmm. that was coming through in this mm -hmm. dialect. And then the image was me. You know what I mean? When I was looking, so I was actually seeing a reflection of myself. So when I hit that point and it felt so real, it was really, really real. I mean, it was very real. Boom, I immediately got startled. And so I want to, hopefully this helps people as they're going through this, but I immediately got startled and realized, holy crap, I'm out of my body. You know? So my first instinct was, did I just die? You know? And, and I'm just literally floating over my body like that. And I'm struggling to get back in. It was like, it felt like an eternity, but it was probably about, you know, a few seconds you know, in the grand scheme of things. So, you know, that's what happened. But as I started to go through that and started to really realize that's what that is and started to be comfortable with it and really understand that that's what's happening, um, I started realizing this is a great tool for me to visit where I need to get information from. So now when that happens from me, I get, I come back and um, I get the greatest, I get, I get, get some amazing inspiration, man. A lot of times when I wake up, get some amazing inspiration. And then I get the tool, uh, the, the oh, playbook and how to implement it. You so know? this happens while you're asleep. Yeah, I believe we all go somewhere. It's just that I think that what's happening more and more I'm people are waking up. Yeah, they become conscious in the middle of it. And so yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, they, they, whoa, you know, it's a, it's a, initially, if you're not used to it, it's an unnerving experience. Like I said, I thought yeah. I was there. You know? Right, right, right. Real, I did. Okay. I did. You know? Is this um, does it connect to astral travel at all, or is this something something different than astral traveling? You know, I I don't know, man. To be honest with you, That's I can't really answer that. Yeah, I think that might be more of a label. You know, mm -hmm. for whatever. I, all I know is I was I was out of my body and I saw yeah, myself yeah. and I right, saw right, myself right. and I wasn't, but I wasn't there and I got back and, I, and then it happens again and I just know and then now I know to just. Uh, Hey, listen, I go to bed sometimes because I'll go to bed sometimes and I'll know when I'm in a very heightened state of an awareness and you kind of get that feeling sometime. You're like, hey, I think I might travel tonight and I'm okay. So I'll, I'll ask whatever. I'll be like, hey, listen, I'll be like, I'm not in the mood to go tonight. So don't wake me up. <laughs> or, you know, I'll be like, uh, you know, hey, if I do go, just, you know, hey, you know, this is when I say like, hey, I'm ready to come back. I'd like to bring you to bring me back. And I literally have felt um, a hand on my chest, a very, very loving energy, just gently lay me back down when I'm ready. Wow. You know, so that's been, that's been beautiful experience. So, you know, you, you, you open yourself up to the possibilities that there's, that there's a beautiful, beautiful creator out there, creation, creation out there for us to feel. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's beautiful, man. And that just goes to show, no, go ahead, please. Yes. No, I was going to say it's, it's, it's unnerving at times, but you know, once you can, yeah, you know, that just goes to show the limitless potential of the experiences that we can have on this earth, you know, and this mystic, what we consider mystical because it's been so disconnected and foreign to us for so long, right? But ultimately, this realm of frequencies, there's so much that exists outside the range of what we're able to perceive. We know that's for sure. So if that's the case, then 
you know, situations like this, experiences like this, um, will become more and more the norm, the more we accept and realize that, right? They're, they're totally going to be the norm. They really are. People are going to learn. And that's why I wanted to share that experience with people because you don't feel crazy or like what happened to me. You don't, you know what I mean? You need to yeah. realize that, Hey, I'm just growing. And you know, that's it. You know, we all learn from the wisdom of others. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now I'm curious about, um, <laughs> You know, a couple of things here. First of all, what you think about these questions kind of go together, right? So what do you think about reincarnation? How does that connect to uh, past lives? And what does that have to do with that karma? So, you know, guys, there's a lot of tie in there, isn't it? <laughs> so re reincarnation, I do believe, I do believe we do cycle in. Um, you know, man, I, the, and, I, and, I, and I've really tried to think about the past lives of things. So I do think we reincarnate. I think we, we come back in, um, you know, to be able to, or we come back to be able to learn from something, but I don't think that's the only thing we're here to learn from. So I don't think that my vibe is that, okay, well, this is what I did in the last life. So I got to refill that purpose in the last life. I think we still elevate or we still progress. And that other thing just kind of gets thrown in there anyway. You know what I mean? So it just becomes part of it. It's not the only reason we came back. So if I, you know, if I needed to complete a right. relationship issue with somebody, it's not going to be about, I got to replace, I got to, I don't think, I don't think we're, I don't think we're living a hell like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think we're, we're, we're learning it. And it's like, Hey, by the way, you need to fix this too. And, you know, we'll throw that in the mix and you'll even grow even more. And then the next time it will be like, that's fixed. And you just kind of add to it. So that's how I look at uh, personally, my, my recycling reincarnation, if you would um, past lives. It's kind of like, I look at past lives, Neil, the way I look at, you know, what happened in the past, it's like, it happened. You know what I mean, so it is what it is. Let me figure out what I got to do in this moment right now. You know, so whoever I was or wasn't, that's that to me is. I don't know. I, I just haven't mm -hmm. just haven't given it a, a whole lot of, you know, I don't want to say value, but a whole lot of credence at this point in time in my spiritual journey. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm about the present and I want to live in the moment, man. The present and connect with my source. Straight up. I like that explanation because it, it shifts us out of the victimhood of the karmic cycle into yeah. the creator beings that we are. And many people, including Thoris Cannon, said that we were not only volunteers, but we were also selected. And just the fact that we came down to this planet and chose to be here isn't a punishment of the cycle of karma. It's an expression of ourselves so that we can transcend and learn new experiences, you know, is ultimately what yeah. it's all about. So I love that, you know, that whole explanation there. All right, we, we have one more question that we're going to we're going to phase out. I want you to yeah, yeah. provide everybody with more information in regards to, you know, where they can find out more about you. Yeah. But Jessica Rabbit here. Hey, Jessica, you've been attending lots of our um, lives and our podcasts and everything. So hi, Jessica, thank you for being in the room. And she's asking, if someone is sucking energy from you negatively, will you be able to see it? Are you able to see it? You'll be aware of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're able to feel it. We were able to, you know what I mean? It's, it's, a, it's a, like a psychic vampire. You know what I mean? Is, is what it is. You're, you're able to feel it. So not only will you be able to detect it, you'll know. You'll know. I mean, I don't think yeah. anybody's gone into a room and be like, you know, they've just been the high vibe or they feel really good. And then they just met someone. And they just like, I mean, has anybody ever said that? Oh, that person drained the life out of me. You know what I mean? Or this, this is what I got out of that. You know. You know, yeah. when you're doing that, when you start feeling that zap and you know what, I'm, I'm really super sensitive like this where, you know, I have to be by the water a lot. And I, and I know when I go to very rural areas, a lot of times, um, like anywhere where I live anyway, but, uh, you know, like if I go like, you know, away from the water too much, you know, I feel my energy kind of depleting a bit, 
you know, I could feel that it's like a real mm-hmm. physical thing for me. So I'll, I won't go, you know, turn around and go back. I'll be like, oh man, I can feel the shift. You know, mm-hmm. if you know it, go back to what makes you because energies are right now, they're real, especially right now. I mean, I kind of feel like we have a portal that opened up, Neil, and it's just right there. So we're able to harness anything right now and good, mm-hmm. bad, or indifferent. It's all harnessed. The, the mind is creating this stuff. So if you feel yeah. like energetically you're walking into a place where it's like it's draining you, just turn back around, you know, is the best thing you can do. The greatest mm-hmm. gift you got is that you're aware of it and you don't feel like, oh, how do, why do I feel this way? Yes, yes. And we have choice to make these decisions and who we want in our lives, you know, yeah. we want to attract. And sometimes we have those decisions that attract people that are, might be negative to us or harnessing our energy because we get something out of it. So really being aware of what we're getting out of it. And if we're over that lesson, you know, so that we can, we can expand into another experience really that doesn't have to have that anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 now it's not, now it's not a time to, now it's not a time to play games with your spirit. Now it's a time to be able to harness your spirit, your spirits, mm-hmm. your spirit, your spirit during this lifetime or just this era right now that we're living in 2021. It's, it's, it's for real. It's a serious thing. Your spirit's not looking to mess around. It's looking to be able to be like, okay, let's soar. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So give it all you got. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, brother, yeah, thank you so good. much, man. I really appreciate you. Yeah, and uh, I just want to tell everybody one more time, because people have been coming in and out that we have Jay and uh, myself spiritually raw with April and Jay and Portal to Ascension, we are beginning conversations in order to see how we can co-create and collaborate in the future. We have a lot of synergies between our platform, but we're also doing things very unique, uh, but putting out a lot of content, just the two of us combined, there's a lot of information going out there. So right now, more than ever in this world where there's so much division, collaboration is so important when it comes to conscious creators, uh, You know, bringing other people on in order to expand our reach and become exponential with this awareness. The energy of inclusion is much more like solid of a vibration than an energy of exclusion, you know? And so that's what we have going for us. So I wanna thank you, Jay, but before we close out here, please do tell everybody um, everything and anything that, you know, how they can connect with you, but then also how they can become a member, um, you know, maybe if people are invited to the mastermind or if they wanna create their own channel on your platform, how do they do all of that? Right on. Thanks. Thank you, soul brother. I appreciate it, man. I really, there's much love to you for this conversation today. So everybody can check out our platform, uncensored at spirituallyraw.live. It's completely uncensored. There's a whole diversity for those of you just tuning in right now. It's like, like I was talking about earlier, it's like the cash records on earth. And there's so many different amazing experts out there that have given us just incredible wisdom about what their experience is, how to make this life a better existence from all different versions. So when you go to spirituallyraw.live, click on the catalog so you can see the types of content that's on there it's all categorized like a netflix kind of thing and then uh, if you want to get a vibe for like how our style is our interaction um, with people you can check out spiritually raw on youtube and then of course if you do want to get connected with us about having your own show or being part of you know one of our super channels to give your you know get you more audiences if you would i uh, just email me at ask spiritually raw at gmail.com ask spiritually raw gmail.com so yeah that'd be good and thank beautiful. you beautiful thank you jay appreciate you brother We'll be in touch in the weeks to come. Yep, you got it. Much love. Thank you. Thank you for your audience. Take care, bro. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. Thank you all so much for being here, being a part of this. Thank you so much to Jay and April, Spiritually Raw. Do check out his platform. Um, There's some amazing uh, things. And I have all these ideas, really, of how we can synergize and collaborate. So you're going to see Jay. Um, We have a near-death experience out-of-body conference coming up. So maybe I'll talk to him about that and coming on and speaking on that as well. Now, before we close out here, 
I'm going to do a couple of announcements because we have some amazing content coming out on our YouTube channel over the next week and a half or so. Well, obviously every single day and every day is something new, but we're going to go live on the 12th. It's, it's going to be for six hours. We're going to have a UFO slash UAP disclosure conference. We have Ray Hernandez joining us. We have Rudy Shield, who is an astrophysicist that's going to be talking about the science behind space travel and interdimensional travel. For example, some of these beings is evidence to suggest that they're using their conscious consciousness in order to relocate themselves and rematerialize themselves and their ship into another part of the galaxy or universe without even having to go directly or through a wormhole or anything. So he's got all the science behind it because he's a, a great researcher and astrophysicist. So he's been like exploring with, with um, whistleblower testimony and experiences. So he's going to be on, Ray Hernandez will be on, who's done a survey of thousands of different experiences all over the world and they're going to he's going to be showing us the consensus of what kind of experiences people are having what kind of beings they're interacting with we also will have mark sims on um, who is going to be giving us update on disclosure and danny sheehan's info what's happening right now in regards to the ufo disclosure alan steinfeld will be my co-host omar for watches tv will also be joining us as he's been joining us a lot lately and then who else do we have Zenka from Exo Metaverse. She'll be here too. And then a couple of other people. So it'll be like a six hour live stream. We're going to have around a thousand people probably in the Zoom room. And then we'll also be live on New Realities YouTube. We'll be live on the Portal to Ascension YouTube and on our, all of our other social media and Facebook and all of that. So stay tuned for that. And um, besides that, the Disclosure Agenda show. So we're back. This was a detour this week, Tuesday. This show was not about Disclosure. So it took one week off. But I'll be back next week on Tuesday, the day after our conference on disclosure to do the UFO disclosure show again. And then after that, we're funneling out into a different topic where we're going to be going live every Tuesday on ancient civilizations, exploring um, new archaeological evidence, looking at the history of humanity, what's the true history of humanity. And that's going to funnel into the Age of Empire show, one of the most exciting things I've ever put together, which will be a weekly show dissecting and delving into a different empire and its roots in the civilization, the Greek uh, civilization, Egypt, Mesopotamia, and so many more, and some civilizations you probably have never heard of. So this show is going to keep going every single Tuesday um, until I decide not to do it anymore, but hopefully I can go on forever. This is a commitment right here, actually, because, you know, even though I do a lot of events and I commit to a lot of things, but committing to a weekly show when I have so much going on is extremely difficult to me. So doing this show here every single Tuesday live, is, is like a meditative commitment in order to just like have a platform to not only just do presentations, but to discuss all the relevant content coming up right now, because it's not just about, you know, looking at the history and everything in retrospect, but it's looking at what's going on right now. What are we discovering? We're discovering so many new things. Just last year, multiple sites in the Yucatan completely unexcavated and just, and just discovered for the first time in thousands of years have been discovered. So we're gonna be talking about that going all the way to the end of the year. And at the end of the year in November, I will be going live on this show from ancient sites in the Yucatan because my wife and myself will be in the Yucatan for a full month in November. So our Tuesday shows, some of them are actually gonna be live at the pyramids and you'll get a live tour. So this is, this is if there's no other reason to subscribe, subscribe for that right now because you're gonna get an opportunity to see so many different diverse opinions and perspectives, but also have a tour from the live sites directly, you know, onto YouTube, which is going to be extremely exciting. All right, everybody, I think that's all the announcements for today. I just want to say I love you and appreciate you all so much. Please do click the subscribe button if you would like to 
you know, get more not notifications. Click the bell if you want to uh, get notifications when we go live. And our Portal to Ascension podcast, Portal to Ascension Radio. Look it up, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, um, many much more content out there as well, even content that we don't even have on our YouTube channel. So other forms of content that you can check out there and um, you know share with your friends and family and help us grow that platform as well. So that's it for me, everybody. Love you all so much. Thank you for being here. Have a, have a beautiful rest of your day and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.